and welcome back to another ESL podcast, man. I am so excited about this one today. It is the beginning of the investment podcast, but before I get into investment, I want to talk about something very, very easy and actionable for everyone. Now, remember, guys, probably just a couple of podcasts before you heard me going on the rant or going on, uh, well, yeah, I say it was the rant uh, in regards to people who are unwilling to invest in themselves, people who are unwilling to, uh, you know, put aside a monthly stipend in case something happens uh, for your education, for your TOEFL test. Let me give you an example. If you know that you are very, very, you know, not very good at English, you should set aside a stipend every month to get better at it and understand that this is going to be lifelong. And so the primary focus today is for me to help you in terms of saving, to get back to basics, the basics that I was at about 14 years ago. I don't know why I used to save all my money, but I would save more than 75%, of course, living with my mother at the time, of my salary in my savings. I don't know why, but guess what? Then came 2009, I was able to book a trip to Australia and the rest is history. So again, because we're living in very turbulent times, what I really, and because there are so many different people around the world that listen to this, a lot of this in regards to, I don't want to talk about Bitcoin or taxables, 401k or anything, because again, my, the majority of my audience is way outside of America. But I want to just give you guys some tips, because if you're one of those people where you're afraid of, let's say, you know, your friends saying, oh, you know what, you're too cheap. You can't go out at this time or that time. There was a specific uh, individual who I know who I was going to teach. You know, she was looking at her monthly savings and she said, you know what, Arsenio, I am unable to do the class because I just don't have enough money. And then another conversation had came about two weeks ago because these are mutual friends, a friend uh, of mine and her. And she said, yeah, we can't go to this specific restaurant because that's out of her budget. And then towards the end of this video, this guy that I found on YouTube, he was like, do you believe that, of course, at the end of your life, that all those relationships, if you were to have just a little extra money, could you have developed more relationships? Or are you that person that always goes out and you're always the cheap one or someone doesn't want to hang out with you because you're the cheap one? This is a problem that... The majority of us on this planet do not want, right? And we, we did, nobody wants to have that type of problem. And I realized that I was having a little bit of a problem like that to begin with. Because, you know, I, I forgot about the basics and the foundation that I had built everything on. You know, even when I, uh, you know, was living in Roundset about five years ago, I was thinking about getting into a mutual fund and whatnot. And luckily I did it because, oh man, who knows how much money I would have lost based on the volatility of what had happened last year at the beginning, at the dawn of COVID. But I wasn't putting money aside for emergencies, for this, for that. You see what I mean? And this is exactly what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about you setting aside emergency. So for everyone out there who is learning IELTS, who is learning TOEFL, who has to take TOEFL in an X amount of months, days, years, whatever it may be, you need to set aside a stipend for your test and potential 
tutoring. Because again, if you're one of those people who are listening to my podcast on a routine basis, and you're trying to make a decision and say, man, I'm really interested, but I don't have the money, but yet you have the money to pay for the test, but you don't have the additional 100% to put forth into having, what, five to 10 hours of coaching, then there's a little bit of an issue, right? Because again, if you do achieve the TOEFL score, the problem that you have with $200 now is gonna be way bigger than the problem Like that's, I'm sorry, not way bigger. It's going to be minute compared to what you're going to be battling when you go to a university in another country. You guys get what I'm saying? So what I want to talk about here today is the emergency fund, okay? And then we're going to talk about, obviously, a a travel stipend, right? If uh, those of you who, you know, want to have that money to travel and whatnot, then you have your house, your car, and investing, right? So if we look at our savings, again, a lot of people will say 10 to 20%, 20 to 30%. It all depends what country you're in. But please, like at the dawn of COVID between March, April, and May, more people had committed suicide in the first three months of COVID than the amount of total deaths that COVID has caused in one year. And it's only been 70 deaths. So in the first three months, I think maybe in the first month, there were already 60 dead. In Japan, they had the worst suicide rate since September of 2015 recently. And it's because people aren't taught, obviously in schools, how to save money and how to make money work for them. So if we look at what an emergency is, let me give you an example. I live in a condominium in Bangkok. This condominium is $400. When COVID happened, I was shit scared. Why? I had a big visa approaching that I had to pay with with my own money, and it was going to be $850 US dollars, okay? Give or take about $50. So I had $850 that was approaching vastly in June. March, everything shut down March 17, and I had rent to pay every month. If it wasn't for me devaluing my own values and working for these women who I've been working with for such a long time, who I did not like whatsoever, I would have been in really big trouble in regards to my rent and my visa. But Arsenio, why didn't you say the year prior to that? Oh, I was just, you know, well, I wanted to do this. No, it didn't work. So why didn't you say? This is a question that we need to ask ourselves. So I'm watching a video and I'm like, okay, All right, because at the dawn of phase two of COVID, I'm more than prepared. I'm ready to do this. Why? Because I had online here, online here, boom. I had a project here, boom, another thing over here, boom. Lots of things were coming to me. And I said, all right, how am I gonna do this? Let's get this going. I said, let me get this. I was able to sign on one of the biggest packages since I've been teaching, you know, in freelance, here in Thailand, most specifically. So I got that money and that was all savings. I put 6,000 aside for my iPhone. Okay, my iPhone needs to be bought by, uh, I believe April. April's the, the, the month that I ultimately want to buy my iPhone. Okay, so put that aside, 6,000, 6,000, 6,000, 6,000. That's basically $200, $200, $200, $200. Got it? All right, that's not busting the bank because I already know the rent's 12,000 and the power bill is gonna be about 2,000. So now that I understand, okay, that's gonna be that, 
Now I have monthly expenses. But before that, okay, 6,000 for iPhone, 4,000 for the visa because the visa is 800. So if I save $130 for the next six months, I got my visa money while I'm you know, walking into the immigration office in the north side of Bangkok in late June. You see what I mean? So iPhone, luxury, need it to do better, need it because the stress level using my iPhone right now is umpteenth degree. It's ridiculous. The phone is unusable after it drops before uh, below 40%. So that's reason number one. Reason number two, obviously the visa, very important. Okay, but that's not all. That's not all because that's not even the emergency. What's the emergency, Arsenio? Well, if you're a young, well, I, I consider myself still to be 32. What I was today and what I was seven years ago, it's literally the exact same. It's just I transform my mind and my body sexier. <laughs> but again, okay, hear me out, people, hear me out. So what you have is an emergency fund. COVID happened. Did you have to pay rent in your country? I know a lot of people in Peru, everything had shut down. They, there were people that could have died from starvation in the capital of Lima. They trekked, I forgot, it was about one week all the way into the depths of the Amazon to make it to a village. So that, of course, they had a place to live and a place to shelter. It was their original village. Everything had closed down in Lima. People were dying all over the streets, including Ecuador. So when, when something like this happens, you don't want to be that person saying, oh my God, shut down. Where am I going to make my money? Unless you have a really good job that's going to pay you and you're in an industry where they, you know, they really take care of their people, you're going to be in a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a bind. Let's be honest. And it's okay, but it's also self-awareness. Okay. How long was the shutdown? Here in Thailand, it was three and a half months too late. It should have only been about maybe two and a half months, two months max, because all the cases had fallen uh, from, you know, since that point. So I'm like, okay, Arsenio, well, if that shutdown had happened March 17th, I should have been able to make the, you know, the, with this and okay, what about assets? Okay. We're not going to get into assets on this specific podcast just yet. Okay. Going forward, what else can I do? The month of April, no salary. Month of May, no salary. Month of June. Okay. Well, May, I had a little bit, but again, it, it was only 75% of my rent. That wasn't power. It wasn't food. But then by the time June rolled around, I started doing a little work from home for the women who I had worked for. And then I started living in another province, which also came as about, you know, it was another expense. I had to pay rent there. I had to travel there. More liabilities compounded, but I had more uh, money that was flowing in because I had a lot of classes. But then I said to myself, I said, okay, well, I don't like really working for them anymore. Then I finally quit that job after three years. I said, goodbye, poof, gone. And I said, well, Arsenio, you just took away 40% of your salary. How can you establish an emergency fund? As a single 32-year-old or anyone in their 20s, okay, if you're independent, you need to save at least three to six times your salary in an emergency fund. So if we look at my rent, $400, which is very expensive in Bangkok, by the way, $400 for rent, oh, I need to save anywhere between, what, $1,600 to $2,400 for rent every month. Not, no, not every month, save it every month, just keep it in an account. This is my emergency fund. 
right? You could be that could be used as uh, as an emergency travel ticket too, right? Twenty four hundred dollars. That's more than enough money to do, uh, you know, to to catch a plane ticket in case something happens. Although that's definitely way out of the question in present day. Do you guys get what I'm saying? You need to put aside money every month in case you lose a job, in case this happens, or in case that happens, you have your emergency fund over here. Do you guys get what I'm saying, right? If you have car, if your car has a tendency to break it down, how much money do you need to set aside a month for your car? You need to have these pots. There are pots. Some parts will be bigger than others. How about traveling? You know, I always thought about it and I said, man, I really would like to go to Fiji, but I need to save this amount. No, no, this should be no end ifs or buts. This should be, look at it. Oh, okay, well, guess what? I guess we're good. I guess we are good. Let's go to Fiji right now. Wow, you have the money saved? Yeah, I, my, my traveling expenses are good to go. How much, if you're one of those people who travel, do you need to save up for traveling expenses? Right, so in case you do, if you do a small trip or a big trip, you need to factor all of those in. So I just wanted to show you the basics of saving. If you wake up and you're listening to this and you're one of those people who wake up and say, damn, oh man, I'm really nervous about money this month. Oh man, I don't have any classes. I used to feel that way all the time until I became an attracted and abundant magnet of all these people and all these opportunities coming in. Now I'm setting aside my schedule every day. Okay, in the morning, online coaching. Okay, 10 a.m., that's when I get my workout in. So 10 to 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., that's my me time for me building up myself. And then from about 1 to 8 p.m., it's me working possibly with here within Thailand uh, or, or doing something online here in Thailand, of course. Um, and then that's the end. If I need to put something in towards the end of the evening, or if I have a podcast interview that's coming up or this or that, fantastic. All of these are perfect. But again, I'm just, I just want to make it apparent to everyone out there what exactly you should do in terms of saving. These are your goals for 2021, although they have come much later, right? Two months later. Uh, like after the first, right? But at the same time, you can begin to change everything right now. Think of your English language learning life. Do you dedicate time to communicate, you know, in communicating with other people from around the world? Do you have classes? Would you like to join classes? Would you like to take TOEFL? Would you like to do this? Would you like to do that? I realize that some people, especially in Asia, they're not accustomed to saving. But people in the Western world, they're more accustomed to saving. Do you have a saving problem? Or when do you, or when do you, or I'm sorry, or when you get money, do you have a tendency of burning the money and burning your pockets that the money is in? Ask yourself that question. So again, get in my salary for this upcoming month because I get you know a lot of multiple sources of income. If I get paid through PayPal, which I normally do, okay, I'm just gonna leave that money in PayPal. American bank account, okay, leave it in my American bank account. It has to work on its own, right? Because why? Well, money goes in there, 
through one way of payment that people pay me for my online coaching. PayPal is another one. And so then I have my money here in Thailand. My money here in Thailand, that will be put into obviously the emergency, the travel, the visa, the iPhone, those different types of stipends. So for the month, I always keep at hand probably three to $600 for food and for transportation. And the rest are going into the pots. Now, again, there's no problem whatsoever. If someone says, hey, let's go out for food. Yeah, no problem. It's perfectly fine because again, my money is in a number of different pots. And, di and these different pots are for specific things, right? If you believe that entertainment is very important, right? For whatever reason, although that's not really saving, but okay, entertainment, such as let's put it, traveling. Okay, make sure you set aside a little bit of money every month for traveling. These all go into separate accounts. And this is why it is very important. And I can't stress enough that understanding this and these goals and these benchmarks for you getting better and making sure that you don't have one multi like one source of income it's all the importance in the world. If you guys want to, again, get better at learning English while reading about these types of things, I would recommend Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, you know, there's uh, Dave Ramsey, right? He, he has like $471 million in assets. He has a free podcast, right? There's another wonderful channel I have found on YouTube called Marco Whiteboard Finance. I've learned a lot from that. You know, it's always, and again, about continual learning, right? And so that last one, the last segment I'm going to give you right now is obviously you investing in you. Do you have enough money for TOEFL coaching? Do you have 200 to $500 right now for, for, for learning something specifically so it takes you to the next level? Can you invest in you to take you to the next level? Or are you one of those people who are just praying to pass a test and you're going to continue wasting money on taking tests? That's the biggest question there. So again, income, ideas, skills. We're in the internet world. There was a kid that just, again, you guys probably heard about this, the whole crazy Reddit, uh, uh, what is it? The Reddit um, just completely taken down Wall Street, which is the greatest, most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. You know. A kid didn't even know about like investing whatsoever. At the very beginning, he didn't. And guess what? Because he's been going to university, he made $20,000 off GameStop and he was able to pay off all his student loans. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? He is taking down university now and universities are probably going crazy because they're like, oh my God, well, you know, if they, if they go, if they end up, you know, investing and they pay our loans back or we're not going to be able to get interest from this, we're not going to be able to make the extra little money. You see what I mean? There is a massive ripple effect and a complete change in society that is happening right now. Education is right at your fingertips for the taking. And this is what I wanted to start you off with in terms of investment before we get into everything else. You guys get what I'm saying? So in saying that, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Figure out if you have money. Figure out if you could save for this or save rent because you know there could be another shutdown or save for a MacBook or you don't have to save everything in bulk and you don't want to be that person where someone asks you, hey, 
you know, uh, oh, there's an emergency. There's no work for this amount of months. You're like, okay, well, I got my emergency fund over here. I'm ready to go. You don't want to be that person. You guys get what I'm saying? So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another, I know, kind of weird, but an ESL podcast in terms of money. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.